the Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Not an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. I, uh, 
My guest this hour, her name is is Raj Register. Sounds like a superhero, and she kind of is as the head of brand strategy and growth audience marketing for Ford Motor Company, and as such, um, their uh, representative with regard to the Essence Festival, which we're going to be talking about. Raj Register joins me by phone. Raj, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, For... A dumb old radio guy like me, what is the uh, Essence Festival? Wow. Uh, so in the best way I can describe it, Essence Festival is a Super Bowl for black women. Um, Essence is a festival that has gone on for 26 years. Um, every year, everyone converges in New Orleans, and it is a dynamic time full of um, empowerment, wellness, um, a lot of entertainment and fun, and Ford is super excited to be um, our exclusive sponsor for the 12th year in a row. And it's um, going to be a little different this year because of concerns about COVID-19. Yes. You're going to be well, doing this uh, in in a, a virtual kind of way. How does that... Um, how does that work exactly, and when is the uh, is the event? Yeah, for sure. So um, the event will be um, held, it starts today, and it goes over the course of two weekends. So it'll be June 25th through the 28th, and then it will reconvene the following weekend, um, July 2nd through the 5th. Um, so what's going to happen, um, at least from our perspective as a brand, is One of the things that we try to do is create um, an authentic experience that consumers could still really enjoy what Ford is about um, and also give us an opportunity to pour into the community, um, but in a way that's still safe for everyone. Um, So one of the things that we did is, one, we have a theme, um, and our theme this year is Uplifted, Healing Now, and Empowered Future. And we really wanted to just make sure that um, we don't come across as a brand just touting Ford Motor Company, but really taking in, you know, some of the concerns that are happening um, just socially um, as well as uh, internally that's happening with um, people and especially our African-American women. Um, so we have a virtual experience that um, we have uh, panels, um, we have discussions with women, um, but we also have a very immersive um virtual um, image uh, heavy event where you can go in uh, to our booth and log in and register and you can have these really dynamic walk-around experiences with our vehicles. Um, We have some 2021 and 2021 models. Um, We have a very exclusive VIP experience for our current current board owners. Uh, We want to make sure that, you know, they still feel important and that they're taken care of. Um, We have a main stage where there will be um, lots of content that's uh, curated just for us, um, including the panels as well as um, some things that we have, uh, celebrity um, uh, interviews. Um, We have a partnership with SiriusXM, so there will be a lot of dynamic kind of entertaining things that are happening as well. And then just some uh, really nice consumer touch points. There's a color wall as well as a photo booth where people can make some memories um, that they, you know, experience Essence Festival virtually with Ford. Now, will there be a, an in 
in-person part of this event as there has been in the past, or will this all be uh, offered through the Internet and, and video? Everything will be through the Internet and video. Um, but yet you're you're going to be able to um, really create a, a virtual environment that, that will make people feel like they're at an event and able to, you know, the equivalent of walking around and seeing different things. Yes, that's correct. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. This is the first time as a company we've done something quite like this. And so... Um, one, there's some tests and learns in there, but I do think that this <laughs> is, uh, you know, an opportunity for us to benchmark future lessons learned um, in a way to engage consumers, you know, at an even larger footprint. Um, this year, Essence will be global, and there will be a lot of people around the world tuning in. Um, so we're really excited to be a part of um, just this movement and, and how we're able to still show up post-COVID. And, and how does it... Um how does the technology work, Raj, in order for um, you're going to have uh, presenters and, and featured uh, uh, programming, but then it's available to the public. How, how does the technology for that work and how do people access it? Yeah, so for us, we hired a company um, called Blue Water. Um, to really help us with setting up the infrastructure for being able to engage with us as a brand. And Blue Water then worked with Essence um, just to make sure that everything that we have in place um, can work on their platform as well. Um, so that's the first thing is just making sure that we have, you know, the technology in place. Um, but then there's pieces of the experience that we've had to pre-record where if we were there in person, it would have been a live experience. So all of our panels, all of those engagement points, we've pre-recorded, and they will play, though, at a certain time, so it won't be looped information. Um, there will be pieces of it that will play over and over, but we are giving highlighted moments to, you know, certain pieces of content so it still feels like a live experience so a customer can, you know, tune in, you know, at a specific, you know, moment that they're most interested in. Um, Essence has a very dynamic uh, lineup of quite a bit of entertainment and concerts that will all still happen, you know, online. And so if, you know, many people have been tuning in to um, D-Nice's Instagram Live, and he is one of the um, hosts and DJs for this year, so it'll be a very similar experience where, you know, there will be some live moments. Um, Lonnie Love is the host uh, for Essence Festival, so... There will be pieces where she's live, and there's other pieces where, you know, it's going to be taped. Um, but I think there will be a nice balance um, between the two that still gives you know, people a feel for um, what it would have been like to be at Essence Festival Live. And will this be, will there be a, a one, um, uh, one point where people uh, can access the event as it's going on or will it be going on concurrently on multiple channels and sites yeah so there will be live content so if you go to essencestudios.com that's where you will be able to find all of the programming so there will be certain things that are happening at the same time and you can log into the experience as 
needed. Um, a lot of it is not all together, though. And so, like, there will be things happening in the Ford booth at the same time. Essence may have something, and we will alert consumers, like, oh, this event is happening. You can come out of our experience and go there. You will have alert reminders. Um, and so it's really set up to the point where it allows consumers to have some control over the things that they want to see. But if they want to engage in some of those live moments that are not being streamed, um, then it gives them a chance to go into that experience, do what they need to do, and then go back to something that may have been recorded or another experience that, you know, they can just, you know, do in their own time. And, Raj, you said that was at EssenceStudios.com. Did I get that right? And and people can can go there throughout this weekend and next weekend, and and find wherever they want to go from there. Correct. Well, this is incredible and and a huge I'm undertaking. I'm sorry, I missed the last thing. Oh, I just said that that this was uh, a huge undertaking. Um, you know, to try and take what was already a big event and then offer it in a way that it's uh, easily accessible, basically, from people's living rooms. That's right. And it's free. And so I just think that, you know, this is a time where, you know, people want um, just to experience something positive uh, and fun. And the fact that Essence um, is providing, you know, this free and gives us sponsors a chance to really still engage and um, in a way and and at a period of time that means so much to many. Um, I I just think this is really um, a dynamic event to be a part of. And there are a lot of events this summer because of COVID-19 that have just, you know, uh, canceled or postponed until next year. They've said, you know, Sorry, but we can't do this safely. What made you think, um, you know, instead of doing the live event in New Orleans, to um, to to just package it all together online and and make it happen anyway? For me, it was a no brainer. Um, you know, we are we have a very long and deep uh, partnership with Essence. And, you know, we wanted them to know that we're still here. And so as they worked through the details, they weren't really sure of the dates up front. Um, And then they came back to us with, hey, you know, we still want to do this. You know, will you still be a partner? Will you still show up? And our answer was absolutely yes, because as I mentioned earlier on the call, it's not just about Ford. It's about her. It's about the community. And if we really care as a brand, we still want to participate. And um, I'm excited, you know, that we're still going to be there. We have, um, and it's not just about the fun and showing off vehicles. Um, The panels I mentioned, we have um, some significant donations that we're making um, to um, cities that were um, affected by COVID um, most critically, especially for some of those business owners. Um, We have plenty of giveaways. We're giving away a vehicle. We have uh, donations to uh, some nonprofit organizations um, as well as National Urban League. And so we really see this as an opportunity to connect um, but also be of help. So I really, you know, our intention was, you know, to not only be celebratory but also be supportive. 
More with Raj Register from Ford Motor Company about this year's Essence Festival straight ahead. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com. Call us at at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. I was telling you a little while ago about my wife, and I don't want you to be confused, but we were, I've been married more, more than once. In fact, I've been married three, three times. But my first two wives each died a very tra- tragic death. My first wife died from eating po- poisoned mushrooms. And my second wife died from a fractured skull. She wouldn't eat her mushrooms. 
ladies and gentlemen, this is Bob Hope back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsi than flowing over your teeth now than to have water running under your bridge later. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. More with Raj Register from Ford Motor Company about this year's Essence Festival straight ahead. Why is it important for a big company like Ford to support an event like this that uplifts black culture and and specifically uh, black women? I think if you just take a step back, and for me when I look at um, consumers that are important to ensure that you engage and invest in, um, black women are um, in many realms um, head of households. Um, They are key decision makers, and they also, um, in many cases, decide brands for their families, um, word of mouth for their communities, and typically they believe in brands that believe in them. And I'm under no illusion that this consumer is not important. And so just really making sure that, and it's not just showing up at Essence, it's how we engage with her as I mentioned in the community, how are we making sure that she's financially educated, providing content? Um, How are we making sure that we even reflect her when we market to her? Those are all important things. And so as we make decisions as large businesses, it's important that you really break things down. But every point that you are engaging with her, making sure that it's not only intentional, but it's authentic. And if you do that, we believe that when it is time for her to consider a brand, you know, hopefully we will be on that consideration list based on how she's experienced us in other realms of her life and not just at a dealership. And that dealership experience is also very important. And so we really try to make sure that we cover, you know, all bases um, to make sure that, you know, she realizes that Ford is a brand for a person like her. We care about her as a person. Uh, We care about her as, you know, a need as a consumer space, and we want to make sure that we, you know, continue to do efforts um, where we show up. But I have a feeling, Raj, that there's, that that more happens than than Ford uh, supporting a community and, and a potential uh, market for its brand. Um, does, does Ford learn something about black culture by participating in events like this? Does, is there a, a backwash for the company itself? Um, I don't know if I would call it a backwash. I think any time we do... I was struggling for a word there, Raj. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but, 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 I, but I meant as... Instead of just putting out the brand, does the brand itself learn something about black culture by participating in events like this. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just events. It's that everything that we do, even from campaigns, um, one of the things that our team is really big into is doing that customer research and learning when we get things right and when we don't, or what are some of those pain points and gaps um, that we have in the system and, you know, really taking those learnings back and, you know, making sure that we digest them and do something about them. Um, I can tell you, one, at this festival, we, you know, had 
lots of ride and drives happening, and we also have Ford Credit, which is our um, our finance arm, and we got data back that let us know that many people didn't understand financing. They didn't understand buying versus leasing. Um, they were not comfortable with how deals were set up um, or cost of ownership, and so we took that information and created a financial education series um, to help educate her on that. So we partnered with um, a young lady called uh, the Budgetista, and we developed a, a hmm. web series uh, to help with that. And so it's not just about selling something. Uh, we definitely have to take those learnings, you know, and because if someone purchases something with us, you don't want them to have buyer's remorse or not really understand cost of ownership and things of that nature. And so we really try to do a, a diligent job of understanding, like, what are some of those pain points and establishing actual strategy and plans around them to help alleviate them. Can we solve all the world's problems? No. Um, but what we can do is, you know, make sure that we're addressing those things that are bubbling up to the top where we can actually have an impact and do something. But you have to listen first um, before you can, you know, put things in place like that. And the the various panels that will be going on addressing uh Black women in entrepreneurship, empowerment, mental health, and wellness. Um, how, how are those panels selected? Is that something that that Essence puts together, and 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 how do you determine what what information um, should and needs to be shared? Yeah, for sure, that's a great question. Um, it's really done in, in partnership. So some of the ideas Essence has brought forth to us because they know. Uh, some of the key values and strategies that we have as a brand. Um, we usually go over our go-to-market plans with Essence and all of our big partners at the beginning of every year um, so that whenever we are doing engagements, they can be more on target to what we need as a brand. Um, but then there's also content that we have that we put forth to say, hey, we have some really dynamic things that are happening um, and we want to put those forth. And so our panels, um, we have four of them. And it's a combination between us and Essence. And so one is um, surrounding breast cancer awareness. Um, we have an initiative within Ford called, within Ford called Ford Warriors in Pink. Um, and it's um, a organization that we um, work with to not only raise money for breast cancer research and awareness, um, but we also put programs in place for education. Um, so... We have a panel with um, a doctor as well as um, cancer survivors to talk about their experiences. Um, our next panel is called Power Suits, and that one is moderated by Sean Robinson. And um, I worked on a women's campaign um, late last year where we focused on um, these dynamic women that are in male-dominated fields. And um, there was just some really great storytelling there. So we are featuring uh, Clarissa Shields, who is a Flint native. Yeah. Um, she is a female boxer. Um, we did a campaign with her um, in Health Magazine, which was just a really fantastic um, campaign that we did. Um, Patrice Banks, who is a former engineer turned mechanic, and um, she was just a really dynamic individual also to work with. Uh, she's someone that quit her six-figure job and became a mechanic because she felt that uh, women did not feel comfortable going to service garages. And so she now has her own body shop um, that are, it's about 90% um, women that work there. 
And um, then we also have uh, Kelly Edwards, who is a travel journalist on the Travel Channel, but she's also a pilot and an open sea diver, and she is just also someone that is fantastic. Uh, we did that pre-recording, and she's going to be, I mean, it's just a really amazing panel, and it's very inspiring. Um, the next one we have is uh, called Overcoming Overwhelm, Black Women at Work. And so it's an open discussion, and it talks about just that mental and social um, occupational wellness and how you still show up with all the stresses that, you know, many have in life, and they still, you know, need to be them best, their best selves. Um, that one is going to be um, with Taraji P. Henson, so we think that we're going to, you know, definitely have some good engagement there. And then our last one is called The Current State of Black Women Entrepreneurs, Still I Rise. And it's really talking about um, black women and, you know, being entrepreneurs and some of the struggles that, you know, have occurred. You know, a lot of black women are business owners, and many of them don't have the support. Um, so we're pretty excited to feature um, Beatrice Dixon. She's the um, founder and owner of the Honeypot Company, um, which has definitely gotten a lot of, um, I guess, popular um, discussion about her brand and her business. She had a campaign with Target uh, during Black History Month, and there was just some backlash of, you know, people not believing that um, being an African-American woman, you should be able to celebrate and say, I want other black women to see me uh, and do this, um, or young black girls. And so um, it caused a little bit of social chatter, but it definitely, um, the way that she responded helped her business. And those are some things that we're really excited to bring forward to life um, and have these discussions and give people an opportunity to not only be inspired, but, you know, hopefully learn something that they can then pass on to someone else. Well, I can't help but adding that when you mentioned Clarissa Shields, whenever you talk to anybody from Flint, you can't really mention Clarissa without referring to her more than more than just as a boxer, but a champion and a two-time gold medalist. Because <laughs> she's the real deal, so I, I, and you're right, she is from Flint. She is the real deal, greatest woman of all time. Um, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because during our campaign, we could not bring up, uh, the Olympics. And so it's oh. like, I had to like stop saying that <laughs> because of different rights and things like that. But she was, she is the real deal. And I really enjoy having a chance to meet her and be on set with her and, um, just listen to her energy. And she's such a hard worker. Um, but also just genuine and authentic. And so, um, I just, I love her energy, and, and that was probably one of my highlights of the year is um, seeing her. We actually shot her down in Miami because um, she was training for her latest fight, and it was just it was super fun to see her, and she spars with men, which I, didn't, I just didn't have any knowledge of that, and so when these guys got in the ring with her, I thought, my gosh, like, she is a force. So, yes, she is. She might. Everyone, you might. On your team, you get Clarissa. <laughs> you, you might be. Uh, you might be Ford tough, but she's Flint tough. <laughs> um, Raj, how how did you get involved in in brand strategy and in the kind of uh, audience uh, marketing that that you do for Ford? And how did you end up at Ford? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, 
I guess the Cliff Notes version is um, Ford has been in my life since I was a teenager. Um, I actually started off on the engineering side of the business, and they sponsored me in high school. I interned in college. Um, they also sponsored my senior design project, and so it was a no-brainer as to where I was going to um, start my career. I think I'm a clear example of when corporations invest in um, students at a young age, what that ROI could look like. Um, when I started my career, I um, did a lot of different rotations internationally um, as well as cross-functionally, and so I had a chance to uh, do a marketing role, and I loved it. And I knew at some point I would come back, but it was important for me to learn the core business of engineering and how we design and release and manufacture and launch things. And so after I spent about 10 years on that side of the business, um, I went to business school at Fuqua, and um, I was able to, with some advocacy, uh, make that career switch. And so um, on the marketing side, just really um, spending time in the areas that would help me be the most um, broad but beneficial to the company, so working with our dealers, working in strategy, working on brand and product, um, then somehow led me with more advocacy into this space. And so originally I was just over the African-American business and I identified some gaps and opportunities and um, I created the role I have now. Um, and the company, um, I guess, trusted me enough to allow it. But um, as of now, I manage African-American, Hispanic, women, and millennials. I have a team that, um, you know, looks after those different um, pieces of the business. Um, we have some dynamic agency partners, but we basically deal with all TV campaigns, digital, social, PR, media, experiential, and um, anything that a customer sees, hears, and hopefully feels uh, come from my team. And so I think everything that I've done as a collection of my career um, has been an indication of where I am now because I'm able to take, you know, some of those pieces along the way to really help us move forward in our business. And so... Um, here I am today, uh, and, you know, it's been a great ride. I've, I've had a really fantastic career with Ford so far. Is um, it, Because you sort of created this uh, this position for yourself um, and, and helped develop this, uh, this group that you oversee, um, do you have counterparts at the, uh, at the other big automakers and, and other similarly sized companies? Um, and that's an interesting question. Um, not directly. Like, there's a few companies that are structured similarly, um, and a lot of companies work in silos as far as their multicultural business, and that was one thing that I shifted us away from um, is saying multicultural because um, I believe that growth, you know, will help you gain sales and share. And growth is not just multicultural consumers. Um, millennials and Gen Z, um, they're definitely, um, you know, groups that we should be paying attention to. And for Ford women as well, we have a very strong core base. Um, but there are some areas of opportunity that we have there that we definitely want to focus on in the future. And so making sure that we've just broadened our thinking um, to help, you know, structure us to be successful over the next several years or more, um, that was important to me. And so I haven't seen our structured carbon copy, but the, I do have peers in other realms, and I definitely try to make sure that I'm open-minded and I, I learn 
you know, from other industries as well. Sure. I have a group of women I call my mastermind group um, that we definitely help and push each other. And, you know, some of them are in the business, some of them are not. But those are ways that I try to, like, have a cross-collection of, of thought leadership um, to try to help push things forward. Now, I remember... Um you know, kind of, uh, I was born in the fifties. So I remember, you know, the, the, um, cars of the, of the sixties and the love affair with the automobile that America was having. And I keep reading, uh, that, that younger people don't have that same, that same spark, that same love for cars is, is technology, uh, going to ultimately, change what you do as we get more to i don't know mass transportation and uh autonomous uh vehicles or self-driving vehicles um is is that coming on quick enough that it's something that that you watch very closely yeah absolutely um and you're right I, I, there's a lot of our younger consumers or our younger cohorts are not running out to get um, licensed, and many of them do prefer mass transportation or um, to live in populated cities where they can just walk um, to work, and those are things that we're looking at, and, you know, just making sure that Ford has different offerings that are relevant. I'll tell you this, that um, pre-COVID, I think the world was moving, you know, very quickly, you know, into technology, and now um, I think you know, many of us need to take a step back and understand, like, well, what does that look like? Cars are now becoming that sanctuary where people are, you know, more afraid to be on airplanes and, you know, they would rather take right. a road. And, you know, those are things that we all need to consider and, you know, really have, you know, line of sight into. I don't know how long this pandemic is going to be around. And, you know, we definitely need to make sure that we remain agile um, to, you know, have that balance of, how quickly you move forward with certain pieces of technology. Um, all of it is important. We just have to make sure that, you know, we are making the right decisions at the right time. And so I, I think it's definitely going to be a balancing act. Well, for uh, people that are uh, cooped up in their, their homes and, and uh, getting a little bit tired of watching old movies or uh, talk shows done from people's basements, this is a great opportunity to get out and participate in the Essence Festival as it goes virtual but continues to uplift a black culture. My guest is uh, Raj Register. She is the head of brand strategy and growth audience marketing for Ford Motor Company. And Raj, it was a pleasure and an honor meeting you and getting a chance to talk with you a little bit. And I want to make sure you have a chance to let listeners know once again where they can uh, begin their their tour of uh, and their participation in the essence festival absolutely thank you um you go to essencestudios.com backslash board i look forward to everyone joining us at our uplifted healing now empowered future experience raj thanks so much and uh, best of luck with the event thank you i appreciate the time today all right take care that was uh, Raj Register. She is from Ford Motor Company, and uh, she um, is the head of growth audience marketing communications at uh, 
Ford Motor Company, and uh, she's a detailed, driven leader with a background in product development and marketing. Anyway, we're going to have more of the Tom Sumner program. Size is where it's at. You ladies know what I'm 
The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. They say singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Virtual playdates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com. Call us at at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacist about tequila. Tequila Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. Tequila can help ease you out of your shyness and let you tell the world that you're ready and willing to do just about anything. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regimen of regular doses, you can overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Shyness and awkwardness will be a thing of the past, and you'll discover many talents you never knew you had. Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor control, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, 
table dancing, headache, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, and naked twister. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not. It's a major factor in dancing like a retard. It may cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you're in love with them. Also may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may lead you to believe that ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at four in the morning. Alcohol may make you think you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. And it may lead you to think people are laughing with you. Alcohol may cause pregnancy. And it also may be a major factor in getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila! I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. All the Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen in the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. We used to steal the wheels off of baby coaches to make go-karts. Now those of you that don't know what a go-kart is, a go-kart is made from wood that you take old orange crates and stuff like that. And, and uh, it's, a, it's shaped like an eye, like a big eye. We'll stand it up for you. Uh, a board goes across this way, and then one goes down the middle, and then one goes across this way again. Then you have to make an axis so that you can make a left and a right turn, hammer, uh, hammer down rope and everything. So you can make a left and right turn. Then you need wheels. You've got to have baby coach wheels. Got to have them. Nothing else will work. So we used to go out at night stealing baby coach wheels. 287 baby coach wheels we stole. The odd wheel was because Old Weird Harold had a Continental on the back. <laughs> and uh, you get in, your, get in your old go-kart there and just sit in it and just pretend that you were driving all over the country. And you gotta have your own music to, run, to ride your, your go-kart. That was my music. I took mine from the from the, the Rough Riders. Old Bird Harold took his from the Lone Ranger. And Crying Charlie took his from the Green Hornet. We had about three million kids all racing with their own music. And so the cops heard about our stealing because the mothers reported, there are kids out here stealing our baby coach wheels. Every morning we put our children into the baby coaches, push them, <coughs> the coaches don't move. Children look up and say, why me? <laughs> so we had to hide them. And uh, we waited two days for the heat to blow over. And we brought them out Saturday. Saturday morning, go-kart championship of America. And we're out there, all of us, full force, 300 kids out there. And we're warming up our, our go-karts at the top of the hill. We had a race on Dead Man's Hill. It was called Dead Man's Hill because it went straight down for about a quarter of a mile, and then it emptied out onto a freeway. 
Henceforth the name Dead Man's Hill. And uh, we had everything. We had, we had guys that would make uh, pit stops and everything. If your wheel came off, guys would grab it and put it back on it. Uh, to have a two-hour pit stop. You know, because it takes a long time to hammer out the nail, straighten it back out, and then put it back in with a rock. You know, you can do it with a nail and a hammer, a real straight one, but you can't do it with a rock. Good. And we had a fireman, a little kid, three years old, used to follow us running down the hill. Had a cup of water in his hand. Whenever you went bad, he hit you in the face with, you know, and put you out, run back up. He was fast. So now we got the go-kart championship of America, and we're all warming up. I warm, I'm, I'm warming up my go-kart. Hadn't even gotten out of first gear yet. Old Weird Harold's warming up his Rolls Royce. His sounds like this. And his old crying child. And the kid came out with his father's underwear. He took black shoe polish, made some squares on him, and he waved him. They're off! We're going down the hill. And I'm winning by six inches. Right behind me is old Weird Harold. And he's gaining on me. It's almost like a four-way tie for first place. Old Weird Harold shot past me. Gotta catch up with him. Reached into my pocket, pulled out my trusty can of three-in-one oil. Zoomed ahead. One of the kids went off to the side and actually boosh right in the face. Got him. And I look about 20 feet from the bottom of the hill and I see 900 cop cars waiting. I went to my emergency brake, which is a piece of wood. Push it forward, it'll stop you if you're going about one mile every five weeks. No good. Put my legs down. I gotta stop. The cops are gonna lock us up. No, no. We smashed up 905 six-year-old kids on the ground crying. Oh, hold on. The cops are beautiful. Gonna scare us to death. Pull the guns out. We'll shoot them down right here. Kill all of them, boy. Crying Charlie broke. The cops pulled out the cuffs, put the handcuffs on us, and it backfired on them because her wrists were so skinny that as soon as we put our arms down, they fell off. <laughs> hey, Mrs., the things fell off of us, but we wasn't trying to run away or nothing. We was just standing right here. Honest, don't shoot us down or nothing, but they fell off of us because our wrists, and so they thigh-cuffed us together, and that's the way we went to jail. ta dum ta dum ta dum Yeah. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Summer 
Flint's own Bill Toll, a.k.a. Sweet Willie T, wrapping things up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner Program. I want to say thanks to uh, the people who called in today, Sue Ellen and Bob, and uh, encourage people that uh, during the first hour of the show, we're uh, always open, uh, Andrea, and I want to say thanks to Andrea as well for helping me kick off the show today, my co-host, Andrea Sutton. And uh, she'll be back with me Monday morning, and we'll take... More listener calls at 810-339-8255, and I want to talk to, uh, I, I want to shout out to rather the um, guests I had on the show. I want to thank all of them, the uh, candidates, uh, and uh, of course my guest this past hour, Raj Register from Ford Motor Company, and uh, the candidates for the Seventh uh, District Circuit Court um, here in Genesee County. Two of the three candidates were on today, Chris Christensen and uh, District Court Judge um, Herman Marable joined us. And uh, I got schooled a little bit that there's a third candidate in that race, and an effort is being made to uh, include her as well, Stephanie Witucky. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll try and have her scheduled for Monday if possible. But... uh, be sure and join us next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. That's Smoking George Winters tickling the ivories. Let me know it's time to head down the hall to the living room as we uh, continue on house arrest here with the Tom Sumner program. Um, hopefully you'll uh, join us next week. We'll have uh, more candidates. We'll have authors. We'll, have, uh, we'll kick off July with Armchair Politics on Wednesday. So lots of good reasons to tune in uh, every morning. And uh, as long as you're stuck at home, might as well be stuck with us. In the meantime, uh, have a great weekend. Good night, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner program. And thanks for listening.